Come fly with me. Oh, no, I'm not going to sing, Mark. <laughs> wow, actually, it sounded pretty good. <laughs> have you been uh, right? I was like, what are you doing? No, good. I, mean, I know I know you have your background in music. So this, is, this is a new aspect of the show that uh, yeah. I think Sean would like to bring in, Marcus. So get ready. We're going to have to start oh, all I'll, in, I'll... in song, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't edit it out. No, no, we don't edit. This, I'm done with editing. This is all like as it goes, like like if it was live, like everything that is fun is live, and uh, flies as it flies. There's no editing in the air. Right? <laughs> no editing in the air. <laughs> well, my reference was to yeah, yours was of course to flying, and mine was to be live, on location and get to go talk to people and visit stuff and touch and, you know, experiment and, uh, and play with things in person. So that's exactly. cool. And that and what, what, what these people can do, Sean. Um, exactly. Well, we're going to, I mean, this is part of our uh, Chats on the Road to RSA Conference 2023 in San Francisco, a, a week full of all kinds of fun things. And uh, Marco, one we wouldn't miss is the sandbox and most specifically the aerospace village and i'm thrilled to have a good friend on again two two good friends i think hank's been on as well yeah uh, from the aerospace village Stephen hank good to see you guys yeah thanks fellas hey. good to be back Woo-hoo. and knowing that we're going to see you in person here soon that's right yeah yeah and and you know let's make the distinguished right away there is the audio version the video version, if you're watching the video and you're like, hey, I want to catch this up in the car later on. Yeah, there is a video, ver- an audio version. And here you can see the wonderful mess behind Steve <laughs> back, which I love. I don't know all those guys. It's it's hard. Hard. It's very hard to get it to this level. I know. And Henry is in space. Henry is in space. There's a galaxy behind. So wonderful. Um, so chats on the road, Sean. What is this about? Yeah. Chats on the road uh, to RSA conference. Well, I got myself in trouble in the introduction uh, <laughs> podcast with Linda and and Britta, so I'm not going to do that again. No, um, no cow. I'll, I'll, I'll steer away from the cow jokes. Um, now, the chat on the road is where we get to lead up to the actual event. So uh, it's conversations like these, and uh, depending on the situation. Uh, sometimes actually literally in the car on the road or in on the beach <laughs> in the car uh recording stuff that matters for uh for everybody attending rsa conference i am uh, interested to see where you guys are going to be this time because you always do <laughs> take good road trip pictures yes uh, because it's a road trip as opposed to just flying out there so that's awesome exactly yep coming from la is definitely a road trip uh, for sure <laughs> for sure we're not going to fly, but you guys, you guys make people fly everywhere. So because they're talking about the aerospace village, time to make the introduction. Again, Steve and Henry, let's make a round. Let's start with Steve. And, uh, you know, at this point, I said, you know, we're good friends. We've talked so many times, met, and uh, but not everybody knows you. So how yeah. about a little introduction by yourself and uh, then pass it to Henry and, and let's dive in. What to expect. Absolutely. Well, it's great to be back. Thank you again. Uh, you guys are such great hosts. Uh, the show you put on, and, and I like hearing about it, and I know some of the folks that are going to be there and what they're doing, uh, but your perspective and being such a good host, bringing us in, bringing Henry in, uh, it's awesome. So I really appreciate that. And then, like I said, getting to see you on the ground. Uh, and I don't know if I've actually seen either one of you in person 
from all these years we've been doing this. So that's just that much better. But uh, um, so my name is Steve Lozinski. Uh, for folks who have, have not not heard me talk before, uh, I get very excited. The Aerospace Village, uh, we are a small nonprofit, all volunteers. Um, so it is, and it's volunteers from around the world. Uh, you've got your California representative there with Henry coming in, uh, not too far away from the Cal Poly area. I live in Virginia. We got folks all over the U.S., uh, but also in the U.K., Japan, uh, and we're growing. So if you want to learn more, pay attention. We'll post links, and uh, we're always happy to have volunteers. But uh, our goal, very simple, our, the way we say it is build relationships between government industry and security researchers, hackers. That's our primary audience, building trust, getting to know each other. So if something happens, we can work together more easily. We we've already know each other and, and can get things done. Um, it's inspiring folks to get into the cybersecurity workforce because we all know that's a big gap. Um, and it's we really want them to get into the aviation and space sectors because it's just cool. It's airplanes and rockets and all the things that support that, uh, which everybody loves. I know I do. Uh, and then it's promoting awareness and making sure that uh, we can help out, whether it's bringing a network of smart people together, helping answers, uh, answer questions to media and others so they know there are really smart folks. Henry's one of them working on these hard problems uh, to make things secure. And that's why we can trust going out there. Um, Henry, your thoughts as a volunteer. I, I've been in since we started this back in 2019. Henry, I think you've been in a couple of years now. Uh, interested in your thoughts and perspective was, we, on all of quickly that. Quickly, though, it wasn't always Aerospace Village, was it, Steve? Yeah, that is that is correct. Yep, absolutely. Thank you for that. We started off in 2019 as the Aviation Village. Uh, we had space as a component of the uh, airplanes, the air traffic management, the communication, navigation, and the space elements. Uh, but really, it's the realization that, yeah, we can't, there's no kind of about it. Space is a major part of that ecosystem. Uh, and so it was a very easy shift to say, you know what, let's make sure it's very clear. Aerospace Village encompassing all that goes into both of those very uh, critical uh, sectors. Love it. Henry, sorry. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so I remember when uh, walking by that, uh, and Bo, I think, was very much involved in that in the beginning uh, Bo. And uh, anyway, my name is uh, Hank Danielson. I'm over here at Cal Poly on the central coast of California in between Santa Barbara and San Francisco. Uh, really enjoy uh, basically trying to understand and help young people uh, get into the security space. Uh, and specifically, we have something called the Space Grand Challenge, and it's middle school and high school students. We've been doing it for six years. Um, in the beginning, it was uh, we took people and they came directly to Cal Poly and stayed in the dorms for a weekend. Uh, and we set up um, real immersive environments uh, so that they would feel like they were in the environment and what, what got hacked. Uh, we've worked with satellites. Uh, we've done the medical industry. We were actually at DEF CON at one year with Bo and his biohacking village as well. Um, but my passion is getting young people into that space. Uh, I work with JPL Space Force uh, and Space Missile Command. Uh, I'm a professor at Cal Poly. Uh, it sounds like a bunch of ego, but it's not. I'm just a happy guy and super agreeable. And uh, I just really enjoy doing what I do. 
I'm also uh, a goon at DEF CON, which is a really big fun thing for me to do, uh, as well as, as be a part of the staff and giving back to my community. And that's exactly why I joined the Aerospace Village, been doing uh, satellite uh, compromises and hacking and understanding how space and orbitology works and really, really getting uh, into that. And I wanted to give back to Aerospace Village. And so I've been doing volunteers for a while here now. This is my third year. And just super excited. The, the community is amazing. Uh, what, what you learn from someone sitting with them in 10 minutes uh, is just, just great. And what a great community it is. And uh, just loving what I do. And I'm really excited about RSA. It's going to be awesome. And our uh, sandbox and the people that we bring there, stupefying from, you know, having wonderful demos to actually uh, flying a plane. Let's do some, you know, actual plane flying and looking out. Simulator. 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 Actual <laughs> simulator. Yeah, simulator. <laughs> um, well, I feel like I was really flying it. So That's right. So um, if there's any doubt at all, what... Henry talked about in the sense of uh, what Cal Poly does and how it fits with our mission and why we love working with them and having them as a partner, supporting what they're doing, growing interest, growing the workforce. But holy cow, the the energy, like this is dialed down. Hank. Um, <laughs> the, the happiness and energy he brings, I absolutely enjoy. It's so awesome. He knows the community. He Thank brings you. so much in, and that's what uh, we're hoping uh, that, you know, when your audience, if they come out to RSA, please come by, see us. Uh, Henry's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Uh, and these are the kind of folks you're going to meet and learn from, and uh, it's just so much fun to do. Thank you, Steve. I appreciate it, and Absolutely. I'm humbled humbled uh, to be a part of this team, and it's every year I learn something new, and it's super fun. I remember uh, in, in, in uh, Vegas. Yes. You guys doing the walk around and the energy, <laughs> no question, yeah, yeah. the energy is there. The energy is there. I'm excited to be, uh, be on location with you. So let's, um, let's talk about the, the village itself, mm-hmm. kind of the, the big picture there, Steve. Um, what's, I mean, Henry talked about a few things in there, but what's, mm-hmm. what's the purpose and, and what are some of the main, main attractions in there? Yeah. And I think you're, you're talking about specifically what we're bringing to RSA this year, right? Yeah, so so within that mission of what I talked about, one of the, the nice things for the village, uh, but what marries up nicely with RSA, RSA, a vendor-heavy business audience, uh, but what they're trying to do very purposely in this area they call the sandbox is they want to bring in more technical, hands-on experience what's happening learn from experts, nobody's going to try and sell you anything. Um, I'm sure if you want to have that conversation, you can go somewhere else. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll gladly sell stuff to you, have no doubt. But the whole point of the sandbox is to be able to interact on not the craziness of the vendor floor. It's not the main stage talks. It's a combination in the sense of we have some folks that are going to be up on stage that we have brought in that I'll tell you about. Um, but also in our part of the village, we have our partners that support our work. They support our work throughout the year, the events that we go to, that we bring them into because they offer such great expertise and insight from their different businesses, and it gives uh, opportunities to teach people. So, for example, CTQ, very small company uh, doing some great work. 
they have built both a in-person Mars rover simulated machine and a drone. They also built virtual versions because they started all of this before when COVID hit. Um, and so they use those to teach engineers, you're engineering to design this perfect rover that's going to go to Mars that you're not going to be able to do a lot of updates and changes to. But here's what happens if you don't design cybersecurity. And here's the problems that you can induce if you don't think about that early. So while it's an engineering uh, model of not an airplane thing necessarily, it is representative of what goes on in this sector when you're dealing with spacecraft, when you're dealing with aircraft and the importance of putting cybersecurity in. So not only are you gonna see this in person, right in front of you and talk to these folks, but they've got the AR VR version of things. So you can really experience and see what that's all about. Um, that's one of our partners. There's another partner Intelligenesis. They are bringing in a kit where they use a runway lighting scenario to demonstrate the importance of industrial control system, cybersecurity elements, and how that can impact aircraft light or the lighting systems that, uh, pilots use when they're landing at night and in bad weather. So very simple demonstrations, but again, in a, a technical means that you're not going to get on the vendor floor or in a main stage talk at RSA. Um, the, uh, the third one uh, that's also coming in is Boeing. Uh, they've been a partner of ours for several years now, uh, and they have an activity to demonstrate not only is it cybersecurity of an aircraft, but how do you maintain that continuous security level and that continuous authorization to make sure things are good on all of those complex systems? Um, and then, like Henry said, it's always a fun one. Uh, our partners, Pentest Partners uh, is the name of that group. They have built an Airbus simulator. And you, if you've been to our sandbox in the past, they had a very large cockpit setup. They've actually built a much smaller, more portable, easy to move around uh, because of all the work they do to bring it to these different events. But uh, what they're demonstrating is with the iPad that pilots use, it's called an electronic flight bag, all the charts, all the, the data and calculations they bring into the cockpit because they use that for their takeoff data. And if that has a vulnerability, which they have found, and it's not fixed and somebody wanted to do something bad to it, Here's the ways it can affect what the pilot's doing. So it's a great demonstration of the simplicity of these systems and how the smallest thing can cause a problem. But they can demonstrate, and because they've disclosed it and had it fixed, the importance of these things, while they may be simple, they can have large impacts. Um, so that's a great story that they tell. Sounds like a lot of fun, like my kind of fun, actually. Right. There's, there's uh, definitely plenty to do. Just gonna uh, hang out in the in the in the village, Marco. Well, yeah, you know, when when we see, I kind of I kind of refer to the fact that we met because in my head there is DefCon Village when we met Monroe and and all the other guys, and yes. and I, you know, but and you I were was not like, there, Steve. You yeah, there? I was just thinking about. I'm like, wait, well, what were you doing? What were you? It doing? was Coops. We met Coops. First. <laughs> yeah, Coops. That's right. That's but right. Hey, here's here's my thing. I, I'm thinking yeah. about this convergence, this merging of you know space and an airplane, and and I, I, I'm gonna make a little advertisement for myself. Where I, I got the pleasure of having two episodes with uh, Eileen Collins, uh, mm -hmm. commander of the space shuttle for mission. 
And the second one is coming up soon where we talk about the future of space exploration. And one question she said she likes to answer is, where is space? And she goes into explaining, you know, what, you know do we consider space a certain point in, in the air, right. above the atmosphere, when you're going around? But then it, it just started, as you said, the convergence of the two that it just it's all together. I mean, even just communication. Yeah. And we and we get this security. We get on a plane. We're like, it's safe. And it is. Oh, I mean, way safer than what it used to be. But all the things behind that. So a little bit of the background, maybe, Steve and, and, yeah. and, and Harry, of how can you embrace all of these and how everything works together? We don't have five hours, but, you know, maybe a little summary of why it's important yeah. that this came together. Henry, you want to you want to start because I know yeah. I can I can go on it for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, and I'll I'll stick into the well. I'll talk a little bit about Cal Poly's uh, current. They they had a, a wonderful grant from the Air Force Research Labs, and they have a current uh, setup where they bought a, a wonderful Cessna plane. Uh, blows my mind. It has the little logo on there and everything. And what they're doing is amazing. They're doing two things. One is they have a control center that is a simulator, uh, and then it actually connects with the plane. So what's happening is they'll have 12 students in the a hangar, actually. It's the upstairs part of the hangar, and they're con connected with the plane as well as the pilot as they're going out. So the students are actually watching what's happening, and every week one of the students gets to actually take control and show and tell, hey, the real pilot, this is what you need to do. So it's a simulator, but with a real person in a real plane. And the other parts that they're trying to do is understanding jamming, spoofing, and to see what maybe Hacker Hank could do to block the communication from that plane and their actual control tower, which again is, is a hangar. So that's just kind of one of the things that, that uh, the Learn by Doing in Cal Poly and Aerospace Village is, is definitely part of. And I think it's just really uh, amazing because we're doing what you said, Marco, the convergence of space as well as cybersecurity. So trying to protect others that are flying around is what you're asking. That's, that's in my head one of the forefront things. And I like to call it with the industry um, – security by design. And you have to start there where most of the time we go after the fact. And we've changed that even with, I'll just throw out CISA Jen and all of her wonderful people at CISA uh, changing that, that. And they're even doing it for aerospace as well as space. So they're thinking. Um, and then also the Aerospace Corporation has a wonderful thing out there that's very similar to MITRE. Uh, it's called Sparta. And it talks about the attacks that happen in space. So I'll, I'll settle down there, but I just wanted to give you kind of a, an overview of what my thoughts were uh, from the Cal Poly side, as well as to the aerospace village and cybersecurity. And that, that, those are some of our partners that have participated with us at previous events and continuing to support them. And I think the other, the other aspect, in addition to what Hank was talking about, to even going back to what you said, Marco, is... Uh, when you look at all the critical infrastructure sectors that are currently defined by government, there's 16 total. Space is not one of them. There's discussions about whether or not it should be. But when you do the analysis, space absolutely plays a role in all of them. 
either a primary role or even just just a secondary role, but still a significant secondary role. When you're doing a financial transaction in the banking sector, that's all done through GPS, which is not something people know about. And I've talked about that uh, even on here before, but it's just it's not something that occurs to you. So like, why do I worry about space? Well, in the aviation context, sure, I've got airplanes going around, the communications, the navigation, the safety involved. Um, what about satellites? Yep, there's commerce, but that's where I get my XM radio folks are doing that. Or uh, when I'm watching a movie on an airplane or whatever's going on, cell phone, you know, all of those things, uh, internet coverage, things of that nature. But it's all these other areas in our lives that we don't always realize. So the importance of these sectors is not just travel or the gee whiz of what NASA does and all that. It's all these other values that that sector brings to our lives because of these other activities. Yeah. And I mean, you guys do an amazing job of bringing all of those parts together. Yeah, I appreciate uh, from, that. From the research community to industry to government and policymakers. And, and Steve, I want to go there with yeah. you. Because you, yeah. um, you have a session at RSA and I think at RSA conference. And there's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's one thing and it's amazing to have a village in the sandbox, right? That, to bring exposure and raise awareness for this. Even, even cooler, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> but to have, have a spot on the main stage. Yeah, so that the that whole setup that was really impressive that RSA cut this space, dedicated it for us to all of us. There's other sandboxes there. If you want to focus on industrial control systems, there's a car hacking sandbox that looks at car systems, how they operate, not just security side. Um, I believe Internet of Things will also have a portion there, right? So. So you've got these different groups that have their subject matter focus areas like we do, but it's that's also important to get into the detail. That's, that's right. It, exactly. And so you've got that hands-on portion, like I mentioned, but then when they bring in speakers and my gosh, the range of speakers, I remember previous years, uh, Chris Krebs, when he was director of CISA, he's, he's come in and talked before and others like him. I know this year we are bringing in uh, two sessions that uh, the aerospace sandbox is behind uh, along the lines of what you were saying. Uh, one of them is Andre Kostin. He is a research professor at University of Finland. He's also the CEO of Benari.io. Uh, and he's going to talk about the research that him and his group have done related to space systems. And particularly, uh, one of the examples that really stood out to me is emergency locator beacons. So if you're, you crash in the ocean, uh, you're lost as a hiker in the woods, these emergency locators go to a satellite system and it's around the world. And so these things, again, have impact on our daily lives. Uh, the other session, and I'm actually really excited because I'm gonna be a part of it, is uh, doing a fireside check with Hector Morales from FAA's air traffic organization. And the idea is we think of FAA, they're a regulator, they're the hammer, they're the ones the industry worries about in a bad way. Uh, but that's not completely true in, in the sense that when they're looking at cybersecurity, they know, yes, we have this regulatory role, but how do we encourage and support collaboration? How do we make sure we're talking to 
these other parts of industry and the security researchers that have this technical knowledge and how do we leverage that and how do we work together? And it's being able to share the story of the different things that they support, which I really enjoy and, and our village benefits from because those are efforts that we are supporting and we wanna bring in that governor, government partner to continue growing that uh, and building more of that collaboration wherever we can. Yeah, and I, you know, I want to go back to to Hank and and talk about the education because you know you made a big distinction. I mean, uh, let's face it, RSA conference is is a business. It's about education as well, and you guys are just about education. And you can do it with kids. You can do it. You, you talk to Hank about the initiative that you guys have. But so there's all these people that are going to be at RSA conference. Come with the company come with an objective, but why not taking the opportunity to go and visit all these villages and learn about things that maybe they're not in your line of business, but, you know, in a way they are. They are in your line of, uh, of life. <laughs> so, <laughs> Hank, tell me about the importance and why, A, you're so excited. I feel like I'm kind of sleeping compared to you when I'm talking. <laughs> and, and the other well, thing I'm... is why you do all this, you know, like why education is so important. Uh, great. Well, I first of all, I tell my students the first day of class, I have ADHD, ADD, LMNOP, and hyperactivity. So just <laughs> check off all those boxes. Uh, so if I go spacey a little, it's because of my brain and how it works. Uh, and they enjoy that and they respect that. But um, to your point, education, yes, absolutely. And I want to highlight another one. One of our vice presidents of Cal Poly, the, of ITS, Bill, one of my mentors and great friends, working with CubeSats. I don't know if you know, but Cal Poly was the originator with CubeSats. Stanford and Cal Poly San Luis Obispo were the first ones that built it. There's no ego it's attached. It just was, they came up with something, they did something good. And now look, we're looking at Starlink and Amazon and all these other companies trying to get, this just blows my mind, trying to get you know wonderful internet to places where we've normally not been able to have it. Now, there was balloons before, and now these, these actual CubeSats constellations of 10,000 of them, 8,000 of them is working. And so my point is it's educating yourself to understand some of these things. And I loved what Steve said about GPS. Right now, people don't realize that is a critical infrastructure. It is. It's also it's for wartime and protecting us as well. Um, there's so many facets go along with that. And I think with RSA, the education that you can actually bring and come and see, you will take yourself to the next level. Even if you walk around to three villages, I guarantee you will learn three to five things that you didn't know about that space or that discipline. And just watching it really gets me, I don't know, juiced up because I think it's so cool to part to, to help people understand things that they may not. And later in life, they may make a change or do something or help others or want to give, you know, to an organization that's making uh, things better and doing cybersecurity. So I hope that answered a little bit of your education question, but yes, uh, being pro education. And I think it's just really important. And, uh, you know, that, that underpinnings of something simple that turns into something huge, uh, it's just amazing to me. And I just get infatuated and I'm learning every day. I was just hardening Active Directory today from the CISA people. You know, how, how do you do that out the gate instead of doing it after the fact? So 
anything from computing all the way up to the, the, the space genre, the LEOs and the GEOs. And uh, hopefully you'll learn by doing and go, go check out what I'm talking about, LEOs and GEOs. So that, that's well, what I have to say about education. To your point, and, and the, the two of you are exemplary of this, um, everything we've kind of said to this point is go and suck out of the village as much as you can. Yeah. That's <laughs> right? what we're there for. That's what you it, it is fun to share this. And uh, for those of you who don't know, RSA has college day on that last Thursday where they, I, I think they just open it up and let students in. And of course they pull every trinket off the vendor floor possible. But when those students come rocking into the sandbox, they're awesome because they are the same energy as Henry. They want to learn. They want to know more. Uh, they ask, where can I go find out more about this? And, and that's, we're like, here you go. We got websites. We got people we know. Uh, you want to learn more about Boeing or you want to learn more about these other partners we're talking with? Oh, you want to work at the FAA? Here, go talk to this guy. It's just all of that coming together. That's our whole purpose. How do we connect these folks to learn these things and put that energy to good use uh, and inspire the next generation of folks to come in and do this after us? Exactly. And I want to inject really quick, if I can, Please. Um, you know, security researchers um, are awesome, but sometimes companies don't want to work with them. There's a big hesitation. And Steve and the Aerospace Village and the rest of the crew have changed that landscape. And that to me is heartwarming as a, as a hacker on the side, as a social engineer, as well as a, uh, a ethical hacker, you know, that, that to me is really powerful. When they bridge those two gaps, man, that's awesome. Yep. You, and you led me to the other point I wanted to make, which is why not go and contribute <laughs> to the village oh, yeah. as well as suck everything out of it that you can? Well, believe me, we are open to the contributors and yeah. that contribution is, you know, think about the things that I described. If you are interested because you have equipment and activities that demonstrate, that teach these concepts, um, if you have folks that want to come in and talk, yes, if you think you would like your money to go to a good cause like this nonprofit, I will absolutely help you with that. Um, but it's that entire range of things that we offer that uh, that's where we, the benefit is our audience gets this, the folks who bring this in, the interactions they have with the audience, the benefits to their company, to their research, it's motivating to their teams that they bring in. Uh, it works very well. Absolutely. Yep, yeah. I was just thinking sure. the, the, the story of uh, the AD story you just mentioned, right? The, the, at the end of the day, these are all systems that communicate, store data, transmit data, act on data. Yes, they may use different protocols and different operating systems and different APIs and different, but it's still systems. And so the more we can work together, and, and, and I don't want the general public to worry about that. I want them to go, I don't know, but they got it. Exactly. I'm going to get on this airplane and I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, of all the things I have to worry about, it's not going to be the cyber side. And all the things to worry about on the space stuff, it's not going to be those particular aspects because here's the crew. I've met them. I've seen what they do. It's great. Yes, I, my trust is well placed and continue to be that way. You know, it's a way to think ahead, right? So I, I love the whole space exploration thing. And the other day I'm looking at the European um, space 
agency and the and the American one and the Japanese they're all working together because now it's time to make a time standard zone on the moon because you know it's not just keeping the time of needed, the yeah. Apollo mission or the Artemis mission but it's actually the time of maybe there are two three different rovers and then the community that we're going to build there so just by thinking that it's not that far away. I mean, the future is kind of here. So that that connection between you know that you're gonna need that communication and all of that, it it really, it's kind of like when the explorer went on the new continent and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, hey, that's everyday thing. Now we yeah. just fly there. I feel like going to the moon and maybe on Mars or somewhere else is gonna come soon. So we gotta think ahead, right? All of Absolutely. this is the way to think ahead. So, what's what's the future um, oh, looking can, like? Come on, can I can I say yeah, something about yeah. that? Or you want to go first, Steve? You know, I get a no, lot. No, of no, no. You, you no, both no, get to me. go. Don't be jealous. You go. Okay, so, that was me uh, pointing to you and all of your energy, please. Um, so, one of the things that I'm proud to work on, uh, and you can GTS that. I like to tell my students, Google that stuff, um, or Google that shizzle, if you know what I mean. But um, I work with Vint Cerf and the Interplanetary Networking Special Interest Group. And this is a wonderful group that is planning the policy and the next generation of a deep space network. How do you work with countries all over um, to say, hey, these are the protocols, by the way, and we have to change that because we're gonna be on the moon pretty soon with 5G is my, my thoughts, right? That's gonna be one of the things they set up, well, probably 7G by the time, you know, uh, Technology changes so fast. But my point is, 20 years we've been waiting, and Vint was one of the original uh, uh, for the TCPI stack and worked at JPL and all over the place for the Deep Space Network, and that is our future. It's coming. And they're trying to figure out with all these other groups, and it is the most fascinating group because there's seven, nine, 12 different countries on that call that are trying to work together to come up with policies and different things. And my other thing is the future and workforce development, my last little point. With our Space Grand Challenge that we have, we just ran it. We're going to run it again in May. We'll do it again in February 24. Middle and high school students, you'd be blown away by the time they leave there, understanding how to sniff a packet with Wireshark and understanding what a deep space network is, how the bundle protocol works. You're going, I don't know what that means, Henry. Well, they do. And to me, that is really changing the landscape because the next generation or what I like to call our, you know, cyber warriors that are up and coming, those kids are going to be able to work for JPL or work for NASA because they're going to develop the systems that help protect us for the next generations to come. So those are my two little snippets for Space Grand Challenge again. And hopefully we get to put a couple links in there about IPN SIG and, and the other groups that, that we're doing and working. You can definitely come back and talk about that on another podcast. I mean, I love, oh, okay. to, cool, cool. I love awesome. to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Only if yeah, and those are not small snippets. Those are huge, significant <laughs> issues. And, uh, you know, Henry, Henry's in deep space networks. And I'm starting to think back to uh, what you mentioned, Marco, the whole cis lunar Ooh. and the traffic management and setting up way stations and just things that you've ne we've never even considered. And, and they were born out of Apollo, but now they're really, really being applied. Mm -hmm. um, and then come back even further. So, you you know, it, thinking of the future, right? So you've now we're into um, your supersonic aircraft are coming back, right? You've got airlines buying and investing. Um, and there's 
there's goodness there and there's now new cybersecurity concerns. And so mm -hmm. being involved with that and then take it, I'll go all the way down to uh, urban and other advanced air mobility and autonomous uh, air mobility capabilities, and then down to the simplest drones and all that there. So there's, there's the work that already is there, which is significant. And then there's all these other things that we've mentioned. That's a whole new universe of stuff. So again, the importance of the workforce, the importance of building in cybersecurity throughout and being able to stay ahead. Let's not relearn the lesson. Let's learn from it and apply those so that we can do better as we go forward. It all starts in the village. I think another interesting <laughs> I like, thing. I like that idea. I may have to share some credit with others, but yeah. <laughs> I also think too, the cool future, how they're going to have these planes come down, just land, go up to LEO seven or eight times, drop off a few CubeSats, come back down, zip, zap, zip, zap, zip, zap. Uh, the future is just, I don't know. We're really living in a wonderful time and we're lucky to be here right now. And I just think that's really amazing. And, uh, Paso Robles has uh, applied for a spaceport. So that's another cool thing. I'm living locally and I want that to happen. I want to see, you know, those kind of uh, airplanes come and drop off our wonderful CubeSats for the students to learn and do science and, and do those cool things. So anyway, I'm sorry. I'm going to open a fast food joint next to it. <laughs> What'd you say, Sean? I'm going to open up a fast food joint next to it. All right. I'm in. As long a local hangout, hangout with the deck, so you can watch everything, and they can come inside to get the food. I'm with you. Right That's awesome. Awesome. Space burgers. <laughs> Rocket burger. Rocket burger. There you go. So you you were showing something earlier, Hank. Oh yeah, my badges. Uh, so badge life is part it. of my life. So is uh, Steve's. He just doesn't admit it. Uh, but every year at RSA, as well as DEF CON, there's badges everywhere. Uh, what are they? Great question. Thanks for asking the person in the back. Uh, what they are is fun things to hack, fun things to learn how to solder, uh, fun ways to uh, share a piece of information that you want to share with others. Um, there's something called uh, shizzy add-ons or silly add-ons if you don't want to use abusive language on on the internet or the interwebs. Um, but anyway, it's a really fun way. And a lot of times hackers and others use electronics to put puzzles or challenges on them. Um, and we've created some where uh, it's a satellite and you go on a website and do a bunch of cross-site cross scripting and or you're going to do some SQL injection or SQL, whichever planet you're on. So it's a fun way to play with devices, solder them, as well as learn maybe there's a Caesar cipher on there, or some kind of encryption. As a, a person learning about security, they are wonderful devices. And uh, having students learn how to solder, I'm right up in there with, with young people understanding circuitry and electronics because they're everything. Heck, they're in your toaster, friend. You know, you can flip that sucker over and, and do it. And I got a card for my dad that was, you know, you open it up, and it plays a sound or whatever, right? Well, I ripped that thing apart and there was badge life underneath it. And it's playing, you know, a Snoopy song or something or whatever it was. But those are the, and I want to reverse engineer it. Why did they make it so big? It could have been this big, you know, I'm thinking in my head or 
But anyway, Badge Life, a really fun way to get people interested. And they have blinky lights. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> like blinky lights? So, and, and the beauty is RSA, again, in the sandbox is supporting it. So this is not to be confused with your standard, for those of you who have been, RSA, the giant badge with your name and scanning and all that. This oh, is God. specific to the sandbox, so show up early. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be limited numbers, but they purposely – had someone design, so it represents the different sandboxes, villages that I've described and what we've been talking about. And they've also got little add-ons that you can go around. So as you interact and you talk to these folks uh, that you can add to your badge. And it is, it's absolutely, it's, it's fun to do because of that kind of interaction with the people. It's fun to do because there's usually something buried in the badge and you have to figure out what it is. And you usually have to talk to somebody to do it. So on your own, the technology side, the people interaction side, uh, and it, it is, it's, it's a blinky light that looks cool. So uh, they, they're a lot of fun to do, and RSA is bringing that in this year. And I want to make one last comment as we're running out of time, and, and Sean will do like a, a nice recap because he's really good at it. But the villages, right? I mean, the, we didn't ref, we didn't talk much about the DEFCON, the origin of the villages. Yeah. You know, if not many people had the... I mean, the fantastic experience to, to be there. Uh, I consider myself lucky, and that's, again, what we were referring when we almost meet Steve, but that's I wasn't right. there, and Hank was there. But uh, the meaning of this village, they're all volunteers. They're all people passionate. There is, you know, the, the, the lock-picking one. There is the, the ham radio. There is all you can think about security is there. And you guys are now going around. And I made a joke like this a long time ago with Sean and Bryson Port from the, you know, talking about the village and I call it the circus because I had in mind the itinerant tent that you bring somewhere, you rebuild it from scratch and you give access to many different people in many different locations. You know, it's become like a never ending joke with Bryson, this one. and the ICS village, but it's the truth. And I love to see this going at RSA. I want to see it going at RSA in Singapore. I want to see it everywhere. And the fact that you have a website, people can interact. Not everybody can travel, uh, but they can get to experience and learn uh, mm-hmm. remotely. So that that's my, my big appreciation for you representing an entire community of villages oh. here. Yeah, thank you for that. I, I do appreciate it. And, and to be a part of it is just awesome. Um, unfortunate for COVID, but wow, the lesson yeah. in the sense of what we've done with virtual, where I've spoken at a conference in Argentina virtually. I wish I would have been able to go, but no. uh, that kind of global reach, uh, things we've done in the UK and, and we continue to do because it still works for our audience who wants to watch and then being able to, to get out there and, and support others in their conferences. Absolutely. And I, I heard Singapore, so I want to do the, the Singapore one again. Right. Sure, I'll, 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 do our I'll carry your bag if you need help. <laughs> I, I'm hoping we can get the fast plane there, Steve. You got that that's right. Right? That's that's right. I don't care. Fast is low. That's always a great place to, that's right. to go. Anyway. Yes, yes. Absolutely. And uh, until then... We'll we'll see you in San Francisco, the yes. Moscone Center. Yes, get with the high five in the sandbox in the village, 
in the virtual simulator playing with rovers and uh and cubesats and Absolutely. and uh, looking at boeing systems inside and out <laughs> thanks rsa as well for having us yeah. and really yeah. a huge shout out to them they're they're amazing people yeah great support exactly so thanks uh thank you steve and hank for for taking the time to share with us all this cool stuff and and for taking the time to put it all together i know there's yeah. a lot of work that goes into this and we're going to collect a gazillion links yes absolutely and I have to mention Adrian, another one of our volunteers. Yes. You just moderated a panel at Women in Cybersecurity's event. Uh, again, an amazing volunteer. She's directly part of the RSA planning team with Henry and I. And uh, again, can't do this without folks like her and, and that awesome support. You all, again, great partners with us and really appreciate Happy to support anytime we can. Yep, Cheers. absolutely. Thank you, John and Marco. And we're we're sad, sad to miss, sad to miss Adrian on this uh, recording. Uh, hopefully, we'll get her uh, on yeah. location in San Francisco. For sure, be good, good to do that. All right, so thanks everybody for listening, and uh, stay tuned for notes with all the links that uh, that I mentioned, and of course, more conversation. We actually have two more related to the Aerospace Village. The uh, we're gonna we're gonna chat with Ken Monroe from Aero, uh, Pentest Partners and uh adam and team from uh, ct cubed as well so um much more to come as part of our rsa conference coverage stay tuned everybody yep share subscribe be merry see ya <laughs>